great. I love to walk and talk and to work and to multitask. Absolutely love it and to do a good job doing so. And the thing I want to talk about today is uh, the imaging, talking about the caste system, talk about images and who's broken, who isn't. Okay, and understanding identity and uh, many of the traits and behavior patterns and let's just be real, straight up crime that most people can't stand. That uh, some African Americans are out here doing. People don't understand that that whole identity that people have succumbed to is one that was created. It's not, it wasn't organic. Black people didn't just start acting like this and just being like that. It was a narrative that was created. Before slavery, black people were thriving. We were thriving. We, were, we had our own thing. We had our own thing. If you never heard of Black Wall Street, look it up. If you don't believe me, look at Gangs of New York, Scorsese, and you will see that people, the people that came, that I don't know, they were haters, they, had, they were jealous, they wanted what these people had, they burnt down Black Wall Street. And then they used the caste system to make sure that they would be black and not have their nationhood, their indigenous nationhood as black Indians so that you, you have no foundation. You have no nation. You have no foundation. And so that is where the color, did anybody ever, I know everybody in kindergarten was like, why did they start, why did they call people white? You're not white, you're like pinkish. And why did they call you yellow? Why did they call you black? You're not that. They created a system on purpose. On purpose. The color system was created. Black people, I need you to absorb this. I need you to absorb this so deeply, please. Please understand it, that the black identity was not created by melanated people. They created it to stop you from claiming your nationhood and your humanity. When the civil rights movement happened and, and we were looking for equal rights, trying to get what we were owed and everything, they used certain people in our community, talented musicians and artists and activists and orators. They used them to perpetrate and to create this whole new identity, a new identity to uh, replace the colored identity. And what they gave you in return was not very much better than what people were experiencing as coloreds when thing were, things were segregated. They did this 
to separate you so that on paper, on, get this in your head, once you become black and you become white, you lose your nationhood. You lose your nationhood. And this is what they use to trick the black Indians out of their land. First of all, they do not recognize our unique indigenous phenotype. They do not recognize it. They don't understand that we have our own features, our own skin tones with its uh, certain un color undertones, that we have our own hair textures that are not the same as every other kind of black person on there. Just like there's Aborigines and they have their own thing. There's Africans, they have their own thing. We are a different phenotype within the black diaspora. And they want to act like, just like you can find some Africans that have different kinds of hair, that have a different kind of phenotype. And they want to tell you it's because people mixed with them. No, everything came out of black. And we had every uh, gradation of blackness in the world. And somebody separated it out to separate the classes and create a cast, a worldwide cast system and they did this and I'm thinking that it is these hominids that infiltrated Egypt and I'm believing that Egypt is the modern-day United States and it's been covered up that's what you don't know these inner earth beings came up the Akhenatans and these people with the big heads they came up they infiltrated and they changed everything from what the ancient indigenous melanated people of color had established on the earth. They had a hatred for these people. I don't know, they say Yakub, Jacob, had some kind of issue because he was shunned by melanated peoples and so he had an agenda to create a new people that would sublimate the old people. I'm gonna be talking more about this story. But other than that story, other than that story, if you can't get with that story yet, this is not fairyland. It's documented. People, black indigenous people have the paperwork. We got the paperwork that say what the heck we are, the land of everything. What they don't tell you is we had it all and they came and they intermarried. They came and they intermarried and became chiefs and now they feel that they are Native American and you're not. It's insanity. We were already here. This is, this is the motherland and other people came later. This is the motherland. And I'm going to be proving that in the next, uh, this whole month of Black History Month. Be careful who you let, who you let tell you and, and bring other people that somewhat look like you, but take the money that they make off of you to other communities that don't want to give you, they want to play you. You are the Heru the hero in all the stories that ever were. And they will cast themselves as you and replace you. Even though the story is about you, 
you can't be seen. And if you want to be seen, then you're being uppity. If you just want to merely be able to exist and thrive, forget thriving, just be able to eat and pay your regular bills. They're not trying to do that because they don't want these people on this earth to know who the original people of the most high God are. That's why they had to hide your heritage. All the white people that are now in shock saying, oh no, it can't be true. Black people are delusional. They think they're Indian. No, we are the Indians and we have the proof of it. And if you want to look it up, we can show it to you, but you're not ready because you want to believe that we're from out of nowhere. And I noticed that if you really believe we're African, how come you don't attribute all the African uh, prowess and achievements to us? We're not supposed to have any achievements. We're not supposed to have anything. And, and then you want to say that you're not racist. Unbelievable. And this is Black History Month. This is Black History Month. And you are watching what they're doing with me, you are watching it. This is literally, this is literally what was done to the indigenous Americans. And you, you can't doubt that I am one. My beloved said it. Because if I was from any other nation, they wouldn't allow this degradation to go on. If I was any other nation, people would be outraged. People would say this is modern day lynching this is disgusting how are you letting these men how are you letting this system i'm not mad at men i'm not mad at men i respect our men all of our men but how are you letting the system disenfranchise the works every day i'm working like a damn dog and i've been on the game and nurturing and cultivating myself from day one. I've been doing it while they were telling you that I was doing nothing, while they were stealing and making the money. And then now they wanna snatch people that don't know their hole from a head and give them all of my attributes because they listen like, like, you know, like they're waiting on white trans Jesus. They're listening to try to be what I am, but they still can't recognize who I am. Every other nation can be out here and they will, they will let them take on your guys, the guys of you and let them be counterfeit you and praise them and put them in the highest positions and compensate them. And you could be you right here, the hero. And you did it. You beat the war. You did it all. You did it all. And they still don't want to give it to you. They'd rather give it to somebody that didn't earn it. And yet they talk about hard work. And then you're supposed to be bad. I can't pay for anything. I can't even help my parents when they were ill. And you people are sitting there telling me that I'm not humble because I'm trying to speak up in a world that will not give me, even hear my voice, that this is wrong that I can't even take care of my family, but I'm uppity for saying that shit is mine. I busted my ass to do it. I worked on it. Yeah, I worked on it. It's not fairy dust. I'm working on it every second of the day 
I'm working. Every conversation, every single thing that I have, they don't understand it. And as God is my witness, if I have a power to it, they're not going to ever understand it because I'm not ever going to explain it. You will not take what is mine and then pull somebody from out of nowhere and give them my heritage, give them my anointing, give them what I'm supposed to have. And then, then try to say, I'm bad. I'm a bad Christian. I'm not humble. I'm not this. I just want to eat. I just want to take care of my family. The way all these other people. If there was a white girl with a fraction, just a fraction of the talent, the brains, and yes, the work ethic that I have in my freaking tone, pinky toenail, they would be all over Oprah would be bending over, genuflecting to lick the toe jam out of their feet. But she cannot recognize me. And she knew about my ass from when I was in Juilliard. I was the fucking best there. And I know you can't take any cursing, but I'm just about had it. She knew about me. They all knew about me. I won every award that there was to win. I was eloquent. I was brilliant, and there's not a damn thing that I couldn't do. And they knew it. But I wasn't willing, willing to play the panty game of licking people's genitals and letting people rape me because I was Christian. And now, and now, they, they can tell you Christians anything about me, and you'll throw me to the damn wolves. Not one Christian person can stand up and say, this girl didn't whore herself out. But you can put, Cardi B is literally a whore. Literally a whore. Literally. And you can parade her in front of all of our people because she's bringing home money to her constituents. She's not increasing anything for indigenous, African-Americans, black, anything. She's doing whatever it is that she's doing. He's doing making a mockery of us but you can praise that you can praise that but i have to be flawless and i almost would be if you didn't freaking traumatize my ass and it's 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 an image that they want to perpetuate of angry oh they're angry but they never want to talk about why we might possibly be angry why would we ever be angry with all these things that they have done why would we ever be angry we should just sit there and be like oh my god we'll just wait on white jesus to make everything better well we did wait on white jesus and we prayed on our knees and we sang Negro spirituals and not a damn thing has changed. Not a damn thing. And all the people that you think you put up there as leaders, they're not talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. And you black people wanna embrace this fake black identity that is actually your demise. You don't know why they're talking about DACA.
because they want to call you African-American on paper and they don't care if you actually have any ties to anybody in Africa that would even let you live in their backyard because they plan on deporting all of your asses and you don't know it. And so you're sitting there, keep talking, oh, I'm black, I'm black, I'm African. You're not African, idiot. And you don't have to be, you could have nice, so-called nice hair, wavy hair. You could have all kinds of different grades of hair and skin tones and not be mixed with a damn thing and still be an original melanated person, a rubinoid of this, of this earth. It's, everything is the exact opposite of what they told you. I don't want to tell you the truth. These people that have such pride in straight hair, they don't know why they have straight hair. I hate to tell you, you need to look at what other creatures on this earth have straight hair growing out of their head like that. You need to look at who else on this earth has a, a nose bridge that is like that and wonder how you got the way that you got. The scientists didn't just start messing around with DNA. They took black DNA and they messed with it. And that's how you got every other person here. And I, 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 I love every other person here and you all have the black seed in you, but don't think that the most high is gonna be okay with what you're doing. And you think that you're gonna get away with just doing this kind of, well, it happened a long time ago and they just need to get over it. They should just get over it. Why didn't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps when people were looking at the color of your skin and wouldn't let you in through the door? Oh, you're supposed to be intelligent. You would know the answer to that. And then all the people saying, oh no, they're inherently savage. There, that's just, if you just leave them, they'll just do all this savagery or whatever. How did we have this whole planet and not have the death and destruction and depredation that, that, that happened after you got in charge? And yet you want to call us animals. Why do you have to program these negative images and perpetuate it and, and, and reward people for negativity? I just was on... If you people are stupid enough to, to still watch TV, I don't know what to tell you. you. And you say, oh no, I know it's fake news, but you're listening to it. And every single second they got a commercial on talking about killing you. Every single disease they can think of. Oh, and then they have people that they think look like you get on there and talk and tell a heinous story. Oh, there's so much hate in the world. I don't think there's that much hate in the world. I think that the, most of these white people don't even care and they don't even know what their uh, forebears did. And, and they're, the people that actually did the caste system and did all this evil stuff, I'm not even sure that they're human. I'm not going to even blame that on white people because I don't even think that they're human. It is another race, another race of being that had a problem with the indigenous people of this planet and they wanted to take it. And they created another group of people that would help them lead this planet to its, not only its, to us it seems like its demise, but they're terraforming it and they're changing it to adapt it for them. And they infiltrated and hybridized humanity to do it. 
and you all can't see behind, see beyond the races. You can't understand that racism is a tool. I don't even have that on my shoulders. I don't even have a chip on my shoulder because I know that it's fake. I know that it's fake. If somebody was going to give anybody a pass for anything about you, if let's say they said, well, everybody, everybody that has a nose ring is going to get a free Metro card. Everybody would be exploiting that. I can understand. I'm intelligent enough to, ex- to understand that. And if you have a, 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 anything that's giving you an advantage, why would you want to give it up? Wouldn't you be angry at somebody that's saying uh, that, that you're that that is underneath you, so to speak, if they suddenly say, you know what, you've been benefiting from my heritage and it's about time that I get my heritage or whatever, they're not going to want you to have it because you've always been under them. Who the hell do you think you are? No, and that's where it's not even about possession yet. It's not about possession. Do you know where the war is won? The war is won in the mind. That's where the war is won. And we have been in the twilight zone for a very, very long time. So much so that people don't know who they are. But once, all you have to do, indigenous peoples of the earth of any shade, all you have to do is wake it the hell up and know who the hell you are what the heck happened and what they're planning and what's going to go on if you don't do something. Because what's happening is that everybody's all the so-called grown-ups in the room are like, well, we're just going to wait around and see what happens. All those people in France are uprising and hopefully that'll happen here. But we're not actually going to do anything to make that happen here. And by the way, I think that's fake. Anyway, I don't give a damn. They're going to do whatever they're going to do regardless. The truth is the truth, and I am not the only one who sees it. I'm just the only one saying it, and I have to say it because if I don't say it, I won't get what I'm supposed to get to just even survive. Now, maybe you can't bring yourself to concede that what the heck these uh, colonialists did from the beginning when you want to talk about the integrity police everybody's going on about the integrity police and being righteous and doing the right and leading and acting godly when you came off your ships and you shook hands with the people and pretended to be their friends and then gave them diseases wrote them fake documents that they never dealt with before saying that you were going to have this and you were going to have that while they were teaching you how to survive and then you recategorized them and totally took their nationhood and created a caste system to disenfranchise them and keep them forever oppressed and in mental prisons even more so than the real prisons that you have them in you, you are not qualified. You are not clean enough to be considered for the integrity police. You can't, even, you can't even appear before the integrity police because that is what your people did. And, and half of you that are up at a certain stature, you know it. 
and those that haven't known it once they hear the sound of my voice truth resonates remember what i did that whole thing on resonance it resonates and what i'm saying resonates because it's true that's why it resonates I had to actually stop the thing that I love doing because if I sang great, they were going to play the same game that's in the Twilight. Everybody needs to watch the Twilight Zone, the old Twilight Zone. Watch the episode called Patterns. We're going to have movie on the radio, God willing. And look at what they did. I think it was a Jewish man that they cast in the role. And that was fitting. He really was supposed to be an, the original Jew us the Hebrews that they cast and look at how he did all that work the work was excellent but they played a mind game on him so that he would self-destruct before he could get what was deserved to him and then the other people that were benefiting from it they felt bad but they walked right over him when he died and it didn't even really matter what happened with the company or what happened with the work because there's always going to be somebody else that they can prey upon but what you all need to understand is that the paradigm has changed and that the white privilege that has always been in place once they do this demonetization and they do what they're going to do the caste system is going to fall and what happened to every other black person or person that you thought you had more than is going to happen to you you cannot foresee it happening they don't they understand first of all they are with the people that are not human they are with these creatures that are not human you don't seem to get that they see you as light-skinned black and you don't understand that because you see yourself as white and you think that that is privileged you don't understand that you are a human being and we saw, if you didn't see V, go back and watch the original series. They don't care what color you are. They don't care what color you are. The only thing that's going to be important is who can bring value. Who can bring value? Because once they bring on the robots, once they bring on the robots, manual labor is like a wrap. So they don't need you for labor anymore. They're going to need other types of value. And so I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, regardless of uh, what people think. People that have ingenuity, people that can create, people that have an understanding of the unseen and the spiritual realm, that is who is going to be just limitless value. And the paradigm is going to shift because these indigenous people, if they take off that false identity, the earth, the earth itself is going to start to speak to them. If they get off this food that is poison, if they exercise the way that we should, if they, if they start reading the word of the most high they're automatically if they stop doing things to our hair and getting in the where is the sun 
Is this why you're hiding the sun? Now it's making sense why you got to knock out the sun because these indigenous people might pick up some information from the sun and it might just get them thinking. It might just activate those magic powers in those extra DNA strands that you don't want to tell white people about that black people got. That that melanin that you think, oh, that person is dark, they're a piece of garbage. No, that darkness, that triple black is that gives them an edge. Oh, how, I don't, how does that give them an edge? Because it's a sensitivity where this earth and the solar rays can speak to them on a level of just stuff that sent the sensitivity, the ability to interact and receive information and to interact and manifest is all in that melanin. You think that they're eating up these black babies by accident? Do you really think that? I don't think so. You need to wake it up. Anybody out here that, is, that has thought that melanated people are the garbage and are the trash of the earth, you better turn your mind around, spirit of George Benson, you better turn it all the way to hell around. Because if humanity is going to have a chance to survive, you better pray that somebody somewhere is, is melanated, gets activated, and does what is necessary because white people don't know what to do. You've never been oppressed. You are not ready for the level of oppression that these people are ready to drop on your butts. You are not ready. You will not last. You will not last. And fear, just being fearful is not gonna get it. Black people, all the stuff that they've done killing our kids right in front of us, doing all kinds of stuff like that. Just doing the fear is not even going to do it. We have to be even stronger than that. Because they'll do anything. They're reprehensible. They're not human. They are not human. I repeat, they are not human. This is not a sci-fi thing. And you can sit there and pretend that being afraid gives you a pass to just sit there and wait for somebody else to do something and wait for something else to happen. You're supposed to be so much more intelligent than the melanated savages. Then how come you can't figure a way out? How come you're so easily fooled? How come you're so complacent? If you're so, so much more innovative, where the hell is your innovation? What are you going to do? They, they are uh, completely emasculating the white male population and it's happening faster than you can see. And why are they doing that? Because then there's nobody to fight back when they freaking take over. They're taking out white men by turn, cutting their penises off and turning them into women. And you're sitting there like, oh, is that what's going on? Totally stupefied. And you think you're going to fight. You think you're going to do something. You're not going to do anything. No one's going to do anything. No one's going to do anything until the most high comes. No one's going to do anything. And the level of the destruction that is foretold, even these other creatures 
these other creatures that are doing what they have to do. They're doing what they have to do to survive. I can even understand that because I'm not, I don't have any kind of, uh, I don't have any dog or pony like that in this race in that sense where I can't understand, well, they got to do what they got to do to survive. And they might have a contract with the most high to do exactly what they're doing. But there's going to come a point where all creatures, all creatures above and below will be subject to the most high. And supposedly he's going to raise, he's going to raise those whose blood has cried out and they will judge the earth. They will judge this earth. And so we are the descendants of those. You better wake it up. The continued persecution of us, not going to help anybody. Sitting there, swallowing lies, no matter what side it's on, that are anti-human, is not going to help anybody. And so you say, what do we do? What do we do? I'm not asking anything extraordinary. All I'm saying is don't lie to yourself. And don't lie to me. Don't lie to me about who I am, what I'm doing, or what I have done. I did the best that I could do in the environments that I had to deal in to keep them from getting what I had to get to preserve my worth. To preserve my worth. You don't start out way ahead and just suddenly fall all the way the hell back and, that, that, and, and not have it be by design. I'm intelligent enough to see it. Everybody is intelligent enough to see it because everybody has that um, instinct for self-preservation. I know you probably all won't get it, but... I don't even care. I know, I know that they're probably not even worried. They're probably not even worried because they think that humanity is completely stupid, which we are. I'm not included in that, but most people are deaf, dumb, and completely blind. Completely blind. But what I will say is that I will make sure that Black History Month, I will talk to some black people and tell you that you have a choice to make and that the identity that you're clinging on to so hard that does not want you is the end. It's the end. It doesn't grow anything. It's not gonna get you anything. It has never gotten you anything except fake NAACP awards that don't amount to a hill of beans. Wake it up. Claim your heritage. Start getting, don't go to the DNA. Uh, oh, you're going to prove it through DNA because the DNA tests are lies. They're, they're inconclusive. They can only prove your, your immediate two parents. They can't go all the way back and trace your origins. All indigenous people all over the earth are, are related. What the heck are they talking about? It's all a lie. Get the paperwork. Get the paperwork of your heritage if you can. 
that traces it back. Get your nationhood back. Take back your dignity, black people, so-called black people. Take your dignity out of the mouths of these people that are talking about all these other people are so brilliant and you're so stupid when you created everything. You better take it back. You better learn who the hell you are. You better learn who created what and who stole what and slapped their name on it. And are you part this, part that? No, they're part us. It's not we're part them. They're part us because we came first. And I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I, I, was, I was in love with a white man for 20 years until I found out, you know, too much. And he might be my soulmate. And so me understanding that the whole race and the soul relationship is different from what we think. We're calling people white, but if they got that dot, if they got that triple black, they might be black, but they look white. I don't judge people by how they look. Because there could be a black person and they be just as hateful. You know, Tyler Perry's got all you black people running to go see Tyler Perry. Even I was going out to see until I realized he's killing off the mother of the black family. And then he waited to open it on my birthday so they can kill my aunt like I'm a stupid asshole and I can't understand that and see that coming. I hope all of America sees it and knows exactly who the hell these people are. Don't let them pretend anything for not one second. You black people better wake up and see who the hell you are. This is the time to do it. This is, this is the most pivotal, pivotal I think that we're entering in. The real new year, according to the real calendar, the calendar that they didn't change. That's why they had to change the calendar. That's why they had to hide all the astrological signs. They hid that on purpose. And you Christians are sitting there talking about, I don't follow astrology, which is the key to everything. The key to human emancipation is understanding these natures. And you, you, you're just totally stupid. Whatever anybody tells you, that's what it is. You don't do any questioning. You don't dig any deeper. And whatever the tradition is, that's what it is. And when things are so bad, you don't wonder why they're so bad. Because we've been doing the same thing for a long time. Maybe we should do something different. But that idea will never hit some people in the head. <sighs> Whatever they say about me, I spoke the truth, I speak the truth. And the truth is still the truth. And somebody somewhere is gonna be thinking it. I know they got 5G. Y'all don't know what 5G is. Y'all not ready for 5G, but they got it. But somewhere, so you can't control all of the people all the time. Somebody somewhere is going to be thinking it. And the most high might have plans. I hope, I know he does. The most high has plans. He's got a plan that you're not going to see with CERN. Hallelujah. Tyler Powers Radio. Thank you for coming. We're having it. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs>
Hello, welcome to our channel. It's the 4th of February, 2000. Let's get right to it. You are the most important audience and the smartest audience in the world. Your prayers for President. All right. 140 to 240 mile range. Cut that down to a third on a cold, snowy day. So instead of going 200 miles, you go 70 miles because we're using technology patented in 1949, the lithium-ion battery. We're using 70-year-old technology. In fact, the revolver, the double-action revolver, was invented in 1857, I think. So when they go to outlaw pistols, they're outlawing technology that's over 170 years old. That's beyond insane. These, these politicians who are actually working for the deep state are beyond insane. The EV1, which was the first major production of electric vehicles, had little teeny strips that heated the batteries. So if it set it at a 60 mile range, it had maybe a 50 mile range in the winter. Remember, the batteries lose power in the cold. We're dealing with some serious temperatures. That's why they're making no progress. That's why a Volkswagen Bug in 1938 got 38 miles to the gallon and our new car gets 18 miles to the gallon. It's planned destruction of the economy. It's just the way it is. Okay, 5 February is the year of the pig. Oh this no! Benjamin Fulford says he will that's start terrible. hunting down the pig. Now that's the day that President Trump has chosen to give the State of the Union with or without Nancy Pelosi number one in Mexico City, Nancy Pelosi number two in Kandahar, Afghanistan, or Nancy Pelosi number three in Washington, D.C. Will the real Nancy Pelosi stand up? There is no real Nancy Pelosi. They have three doubles of her. And based on the response, maybe they have robots too, I don't know. And then uh, we said that the press would begin taking down the president's family. They're going after Jared Kushner first. Um, Mr. President, you need to do as God has asked you to do or they will take your family down systemically. One by one by one. 15 February is George Washington's birthday. That is the date of the government shutdown. That will be the day that a lot of people get laid off thanks to the three Pelosi's, two Schumer, and a partridge in a pear tree. Much will be decided here as the British and French Rothschilds negotiate the fact that they want to have wealth when this whole financial system resets. But remember, you cannot negotiate with evil. The Rothschilds Bank, Deutsche Bank, has been the Holy Roman Empire Bank for over 1,000, 1,100 years now, and they're going down because they were too stupid to do as God asked them to do. Oh well, stupid is as stupid does. Um, I listened to Bill Holter and he, he came up with a very interesting term. He said this is a Potemkin city economy. In World War II, Patton was in charge of cardboard tanks in a cardboard city. It's called Potemkin City. It's hidden in all the literature. But the invasion of Nazi-held France came at Normandy, not from southern France. They fooled the Germans with a Potemkin city, a cardboard city. What we have now is a cardboard city as the IMF master computer. It controls the world's monetary supply and it's going nuts. Paul Volcker said, he's the former head of the Federal Reserve, God help us because we have no idea what we have created. We now have a Potemkin city. Thank what does that Trump. mean? The first reset will be the U.S. dollar and the American dollar, just like Jim Willie said. And by the way, if you're not subscribed to Jim Willie's newsletter, you don't know what's coming economically. If you stop subscribing to Jim Willie's newsletter, you don't know what's coming economically.
you need to know to be ready. Set the second, so the first reset will be an internal US dollar, an American dollar, and the US dollar overseas as it inflates and inflates and inflates, and as the stock market inflates and inflates and inflates. And the second resell will be the natural reset, which will be back to gold. By the way, why are we focused on gold and silver? Because our anti-gravity propulsion systems use gold in their battery as a positive storage charge and silver as a negative storage charge. So a lot of the gold and silver has gone right into our starships. Go figure, right? Starships? Um, what you talking about? What's happening is the world, when we go back to the second reset, he who has the gold rules, the golden rule. Whatever nation has the gold rules. Right now, COMEX has no gold for delivery. They supposedly sold three times last year's gold production and three times silver gold production. They give you an IRU. You owe a paper ounce, you owe an ounce of gold at the COMEX. Well, the COMEX has no gold. Ahead, We're talking paper, paper gold. Yeah, paper gold. There's 300 to 1 on paper gold, and uh, there's three or 400 to 1 on silver. Silver assets. You get a little piece of paper, I owe you one ounce of silver. It ain't, it's not going to be worth anything after the reset. What do you think, Jane? There's nothing left. There's nothing? There's nothing left. It's all smoke and mirrors. So the COMEX is broke. How is London going to control the world's economy if they have no gold? It's gone. It's completely gone. With London COMEX, the <laughs> London economy is running a Potemkin city. It's a city made out of cardboard. Unbelievable. It's like their big fleet in World War II, the Agincourt, which hit a mine and rattled itself to pieces. Their top-of-the-line battleship, and they didn't let that out at, until 1920 or 25 because they didn't want the world to know that their battleships were crap, garbage. What is we're, he we're living in about? a cardboard city, a Potemkin city. There is no gold, there is no silver, COMEX is broke, thank God for Bill Holter and Jim Sinclair telling the truth. They also agree with me that we're going to hit a wall, we're going to hit something in June. That's now we believe they're going after the president's kids, and we've also elucidated the, the hits through May, and here's, here's what's going to happen through June, but it really doesn't bother me because apparently President Trump doesn't care when he would have called. We know what's coming through June, God's already shown that. What we think is coming is that he's go, they're going to go after his family, try to kill him. He's going to make some political arrests. Poodley Poodley's going to hit the fan, and bam, the economy's going to do, what did he call that, Jane, a flash crash? Yes. It just, it'll crash. Flash crash. Faster than the White House can prop the stock up. So you're going to need, if you have any wealth, for God's sakes, get it out of paper. I've had three experiences with paper investments. They've all failed. My father lost 250000 in the 1973 oil crisis, which was completely made up. I lost my investments in stock because Wachovia charged, what was it? I, I invested with Wells Fargo. They had no yearly fee. Wachovia had a yearly fee, and they killed me. I didn't have much in it, but they killed me. The stock went down, went back up, but at the bottom, they charged me a fee, and it killed my stock portfolio. I, I just don't have any luck with stocks. But I do have luck when I say with silver. There it is. Noble Gold Investments. You're going to need food at least six months. You're going to need a water filter because they're going to throw you everything they have at you. You're going to need toilet paper. You're going to need some way to protect yourself. You're going to need heat, wood, stove, something like that. And you're going to need communications with your neighbors. Um, I don't know what to say except 
Thank God Trump's here because he's going to need to increase the assets of the U.S. corporation and decrease the liabilities. And he's probably the only man on the planet who knows how to do that. U.S. bonds are currently being cashed at a 35% discount rate. If you have a million dollars in U.S. bonds, they're going to give you $650,000 for it. Cash them in now in your own currency if you can. Otherwise, they may be lost totally. Um, old U.S. bonds, Russian bonds, Austrian bonds, bonds from the state of California, bonds from the state of Illinois, you can't cash them in. You try to cash that Russian bond in as, as citizen number 29 of Russia, you can't even cash in a bond for your own nation, even as a 29th citizen and a member of royalty. Russia will not do it. But you know what? They're paying dearly for that. The, um, according to Benjamin Fulford, the United Nations is moving to Laos instead of Astana, Kazakhstan. And Russia sunk huge amounts of money into Astana to be the new world capital. And guess what? Russia, you didn't follow God, Sergio. You lost. All those investors, all those Russian investors are going to lose their shirt. And Britain, France, and the United Kingdom have bypassed the United States and are now trading with Iran outside of the SWIFT system, which has gone insane. And in some fun news, according to Fulford, uh, Virginia Governor Ralph Natham is a neurosurgeon, and he's been pushing for infanticide so he can remove the, the, the pineal gland from babies and sell them because the elites take the androchrome and adrenochrome, CH, C9, H, 903. Grind it up and put it in an injection and sell it to the elites. And it's apparently a powerful narcotic and it increases the, the age, or slows down the aging process. And the governor of Virginia and the governor of New York need to be arrested. And guess what? They've committed treason and the Department of Justice, are you ready for it? Has made no arrests. Isn't that amazing? Are you surprised? Um, and ask me where that is. Which makes me think that maybe, Jane, this is all some kind of a, an acting job. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is all smoke and mirrors. Maybe we're being destroyed because the UN wants to kill us all in December of 2019 in a grand and glorious celebration to bring about the Sixth Root Race. Unbelievable evil. Please pray that that evil is neutralized immediately and forever. Um, and in our final stories... There are, were four Amish businesses burned in the last four weeks in Pennsylvania. Please pray that the arson is put away forever. Amish? And that his accomplices are put away forever. That's and random. the FBI actually arrested Jeff Tran. Why did they arrest Jeff Tran from Microsoft? He was in charge of the money that they were giving to the NFL. And that's the only sports arena that has not been purchased by the U.S. Congress. The U.S. Congress owns the American Basketball League, the American Baseball League, the American Soccer League, blah, 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 blah. The NFL is independently owned. So they're imploding. So they had, so Jeff Tran of Microsoft sold 60 tickets for 200000 and then the $1.5 million being transferred to the NFL somehow, I don't know. Uh, he seized it, and he returned $1,060 in the end. That's so stupid. You don't need to have a permit to carry a gun in your own state. The Constitution says... Congress shall make no laws prohibiting. No laws prohibiting. That means Congress and the U.S. corporation cannot prohibit an American citizen from carrying a pistol. There's 18 states now that say if you live in the state, you can carry a pistol without a permit. Pray that the rest of them, either the governors are neutralized, their assistant governors are neutralized, the voting fraud is neutralized, and they go back to our Constitution. Or maybe, just maybe, somebody in the Department of Justice or Homeland Security gets some guts 
and arrest those governors committing treason. Maybe, maybe pray that the Department of Justice either defunded or arrest those committing treason. There is no other option, Department of Justice. You're a bunch of freaks. You arrested somebody at Microsoft because they were talking out about what was really going on. You didn't arrest him because he stole a million. I don't know. Stuff is going down, y'all. those news stories or blacklisted them and all those stories turned out to be true again i always go back to where is snopes getting their facts who's feeding it to them because it makes a very big difference now you can see how this system once again is not going to work and again every time you try to suppress something or hide something from the people what do people do they search it out this system, it's not going to work. Just like they've tried, you know, time after time after time, trying to get rid of all these individuals who talk about something completely different than the mainstream media, it has not worked, it has always failed because people will always seek out the truth. They will always research, they will always make up their own mind. They don't need a master or a ministry of truth to tell them what's true or false. They will do the research. They will put two and two together and sense because when you start to use what Q says, logical thinking, you start to say to yourself, something does not fit here anymore. It decided, hey, let's make this bill up. And you know what? We can make a lot of money off of this. How do we get those people into our system? Well, we penalize them. We say there's going to be a tax. So you must take insurance or you'll be penalized. That will force everyone into it. But guess what? Many, many people rejected it. Why? Because the cost of insurance was skyrocketing and you were not getting the benefit of the insurance because you were paying for a family a lot of money. And I'm not talking about the subsidized people. I'm talking the people that had to get the insurance on their own with no other money coming in. They were very, very expensive, especially when you have a family of two, three, four, five, six. Then you had to take a deductible and it was completely impossible to maintain that type of insurance. So this Texas lawsuit is a group of 20 states led by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Wisconsin Attorney General Brad Schimmel. They're suing to repeal the Affordable Care Act. They are arguing that without the individual mandate that was repealed in December 2017 tax bill, remember this is something that Trump included because they knew if they repealed this portion of it, then they'd be able to get rid of the rest of it. And what they're saying in this lawsuit is that the Affordable Care Act 
is completely unconstitutional right now. And we know it's unconstitutional. We know that there were certain judges that were bribed that pushed this through. And we can see right now this needs to be repealed and it has to be destroyed. Let's talk about what has been happening with abortion. Now, RBG is at the center of all of this because if she is dead, Trump will be able to nominate a new SCOTUS. So Hillary Clinton started the movement. New York, Governor Cuomo and Clinton created a new bill about abortion. And this is how it all started because Clinton called out and said, listen, we need to do something. Other states started to join. Virginia, Kathy Tran was caught on video explaining her bill. This is where everything started to fall apart. The movement came to a screeching halt. This video went viral and Kathy Tran shut down her Twitter account. She tried to explain the situation. It wasn't working. So Governor Ralph Northam went south. So basically, what do they need? It allows people to, you know, just kill babies. We all Talking about the Virginia governor, Ralph Northam, and they put an R next to his name to make it look like he was Republican. Now, no way was this just a mistake. This was done on purpose. Now, of course, when everyone started to point this out, they took down a lot of the videos, but a lot of people saved them. And we have them today where we can see that, yes, this is what they tried to do. And you can see that they were trying to just show this so everyone would think, oh, look, it's the Republican that's doing this, which was not true. But once this came out, it just got worse and worse. Why? So we got a lot of stories uh, on this one. And... Uh... We're just going to get to the nitty-gritty and keep it lean. They might have to use this later on. Remember, CIA, the intelligence operations, the individuals in government, they knew everything, and they used certain information to blackmail people. And if they needed to use this information later on to destroy them or to make them do what they wanted, they pulled it out of their files. This is what happened right now. So when everything started to go south and the legislation was exposed, the video went viral. And when people started to talk about it, when the governor tried to help the situation and just made it worse, the movement was in trouble. Remember, this all revolves around RBG. They needed this movement to go as, as fast as possible, lightning speed before they made the announcement. They needed everything in place. They're in trouble right now. So right now, they need to take the focus off all of this so they can regroup and try to refocus everything to what they want. Is it going to work? No, I think their plan has destroyed what they were trying to do. And as Q always says, why interfere with an enemy while they're destroying themselves? And that's exactly what they were doing here they ended up destroying themselves so we can see right now that people have woken up they understand what's going on here they try to use this distraction and it is backfiring in their face but they're going to keep trying but guess what it didn't work and their movement where they were trying to get all the states on board that isn't going to work either now trump is out there and instead of saying build the wall, he has changed the slogan and is now finish the
the wall because the wall is already being built as we know. The White House aides claim that Trump has 150 miles of wall that will either be finished or under construction by the end of 2019. So already the wall is being built and let's just finish it. We're not pushing build the wall because the wall is already being built. We see the yellow vests in Germany. We see hundreds are protesting new EU regulations. Again, the yellow vests are spreading around the world. This is not by accident. This is a push to change everything and to put all these leaders in the spotlight. We see the Venezuelan opposition leader is offering China investment opportunities. Once he becomes the leader of the country, or if he becomes the leader of the country, he is saying, yes, I will support all your investments. And we can see that Maduro right now, he is calling for early elections. And we'll have to see what happens and how this turns. But he's in post 363, post 333. Would this be at Camp David tomorrow? One year Delta. Okay, there's a Two, lot of details. Post 2561, post 2566. The world is watching. Post 2601. You're they watching, have everything. They're, they're recording everything. They know everything. They know all the moves by the deep state. They know exactly what they have planned, and they're always watching. Listen, everyone. Thanks a lot for listening. They're watching for what they're doing, y'all. What are they doing? Basically, the Ninth Circle is figuring he's too hot a commodity. So uh, he's bringing too much attention on us. we got to get rid of him. Recent attempt by Gubergoglu to rally his forces. He called all the bishops in the world to a special conclave in Rome, and less than half of them responded, which is it's unbelievable because that's never happened before. You can't become a, a priest or a bishop or a cardinal, let alone a pope, without endorsing and you know, implementing this policy of, of protecting child rapists, basically a huge criminal conspiracy. It's the same thing with something even more serious like the Ninth Circle, where you all know about it and no one is to talk about it or you're dead. It's that simple. Many religions are fear-based and they think, well, I'm going to go to hell if I even question these things. And that's what we're going to help break people from, you know. The scientists at LivePet are hard at work solving our cancer epidemic. They have the most promising cancer trials going on now with pet clinics around the country that I have ever seen. You can see- Okay, so that's live pet is for people whose pets have cancer. Something to look into if that's something. Are now. It's a beautiful story and I recommend you listening to that. Check it out on our Morally Patreon. Morally to what's going on. What they're doing is they're jockeying for power using uh, the whole issue. Like it happens all the time in politics. Like uh, one politician, will get his flunkies to accuse another politician of being a child rapist. And that's why you have to check out your facts when you hear a rumor about a politician or anyone being involved in, quote, pedophilia, uh, because, you know, it's often a political weapon. So in this case, it's being used that way in the church, definitely. Well, what I understand about the Vatican is it has been purposely infiltrated so that all of the people in that are rising or the majority of them are pedophiles so that they can control them and they can have this. So the base of the church is still, can, can, could very well still be very clean and good, but the as they, they identify them and those are the ones that end up moving up. Is that an accurate assessment? 
In one sense, it is that yes, you can't be part of a, uh, an official child killing institution, and that's what it is. When you look at the body count and, and its policies and practices, you can't be part of that and not be complicit in some way. Uh, you could say the people in the pews or the lower level priests are more ignorant about this stuff, but they choose to be ignorant. And don't forget that under the law, ignorance is no defense in a crime. You can say, oh, I didn't know the murder weapon was being hid in my house. I didn't know my relative was killing children. Uh, it doesn't matter, you're an accessory. And that's the, the condition of every Catholic in the world when they give money to that institution, uh, regardless of whether they knew or not. So legally, morally, that's really not the issue. In practically speaking, yes, there's openings at the bottom to appeal to people. And in fact, we've done that recently. We've issued a, a, a flyer that's it's just being distributed in nine countries. Uh, translated and everything, where it's calling on Catholics to uh, boycott, financially boycott their church. Fill out a form saying, as long as these policies are going on and practices, I'm not going to give money to this church. They put it in the collection plate. When we did that 10 years ago about genocide in Canada, you, we had an almost instant reaction. The government, the churches started squawking about apologies. They are afraid of two things and only two things, the public image and their money. on. But at the same time, people are waking up and voting with their feet. And an example of this is I've done a lot of work in Dublin over the last year, uh, which we should talk about. It's a really encouraging development of uh, what people are doing there on the ground. But um, I went in uh, to a friend of mine took me into Pro Cathedral. It's the largest Catholic cathedral in Dublin. And this is the, the center what's traditionally, I mean, the quote, most loyal Catholic nation on earth, their biggest cathedral in Dublin seats over 500 people we counted 32 that sunday morning all old people well and and i think that's what you're seeing all over the country and the united states and like you're yeah. saying the west mount but are you seeing that in all the religions is it across the board or is it more catholic the mainstream catholic church the church of england uh the the traditional denominations like that are plummeting their, their numbers are going down except in certain areas of the world uh, where they do a lot of missionary stuff and, you know, where we find that uh, the wealthier people get, the more affluent, the less they go to church. It tends to be poor people who go to church because they don't have anything. They're looking to salvation. They're looking to somebody else to do something for, for them. And they feel hopeless often and more prone to superstition and manipulation. And, and that's just, you know, historically the case. So you find those factors at work, but there's something even more fundamental going on. In America, for example, um, it, most of the bishops stayed away. The biggest boycott of Bergoglio happened among American bishops of any country. And the reason that is, is they have to follow their base. And they know that a lot of Americans, like 95% of American Catholics practice birth control, right? And uh, Americans, uh, yeah, they may be that religiously, even if they're that way, they're also raised with the idea that we're citizens of a republic. And there shouldn't be a, a there should be church-state separation. That the Catholic Church should not be having all the benefits they have. Uh, even American taxpayers' money is being channeled to the Vatican Bank through these financial concordats without anyone's knowledge or consent. I mean, that riles an American who's used to thinking that you know we're we're sovereign people and and we shouldn't have a religion dominating us. That's what we ran away from Europe for, you know. Um, well, exactly, and I would like to see these Catholic churches who are not participating and and find and are horrified by this child, whatever they're doing with these children, 
and break off and say, enough. You guys are, you guys should all go down. But this institution is, we're opposite of that. We're teaching love and yep. you guys are not. You see that all over. In fact, I'm in touch with, with Christians all over who are doing exactly that. Uh, even Catholics, I've, I've known Catholic priests in Canada who split off. Uh, they get defrocked and their funds seized and buildings seized immediately. Uh, but who cares? Okay, so yeah, the, the criminals who are killing children are going to dump me. Oh, well, I already dumped right. you first, buddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I you when have I to look at it like that. When I was defrocked by the United Church, that's exactly how I saw it. The natives said, hey, you must have done something right. You know, so... Um, exactly. Right. So that's that's good. Uh, Non-Catholic Christians, unfortunately, at their leadership level, a lot of them are tied in. As a matter of fact, the Vatican pays, financially subsidizes all the major denominations in the world through the World Council of Churches. Uh, Bergoglio was trying to get the churches to come back into the Catholic Church. It pretty much succeeded with the Anglican Church of England. Uh, no, he seduced a lot of these top church leaders with Vatican money, but at the lower level, people realize that, yeah, this has nothing to do with Christianity. It's the Roman Empire with a cross on it, and uh, we need to take back our faith. You know, that, you hear more and more of that these days. Well, that's excellent. Now, people are concerned that we're moving to an atheist environment because that's just, that can be pretty dangerous too when you lose um, your spirituality. Now, whatever you believe in, you have to have some kind of spiritual base of how to be your spiritual being. So how do, and, and they're using it against people and they're saying Satanism is involved with that and there's a whole bunch of problems. What do you see there? Well, you're right, but you know, the, the, the reality is, let, since we're talking about, you know, the Church of Rome, it is an atheistic institution in the sense that they do not worship God and Christ, they worship a man. Um, and the proof of that is the name of the Pope, Vicari Christi means in Latin, the, re the one who replaces Christ. Um, uh, Pontifex Maximus, he carries the title of the Roman Emperor, which means the great bridge between heaven and earth. All these quotes from popes saying, I am the way, I am Christ on earth. Time and again, they're saying that. So it's not a Christian institution in that sense. They don't look to God. They look to their own sacraments, their wealth. I mean, the perfect example of that, you go into the Vatican Museum, there's a big board up, and it says papal blessings, 150 euros. You can buy your way into heaven. You, you pay enough money, and, and you literally, the Pope's prayers can get you your relatives out of hell. Like, in that sense, it's it's very atheistic, posing as, as a religious body. So, but in a broader sense, um, the whole culture fosters atheism in the sense that what are we told all the time to trust? You know, uh, our faith or other things, right? Uh, including people, authority figures, uh, people in public office. That, that force all the time is, a, a true believer is really at war with the world. And that's what Christ says all the time in the gospels. If you, the world persecuted me, it'll persecute you. You know better. I think that that's the, if you're striving to find how to be a loving, caring person who's doing what's right for the universe, you're running into this all the time, like exactly what you're saying. All the time. And, you know, I find that when I got thrown out of the United Church for just trying to be a Christian minister with the wrong people, um, Indians and poor people, um, I found exactly that, that 
what they were objecting to was the fact that I was taking it seriously, what was in the Gospels. And you can't do it's like, I guess, in any job. <laughs> in other words, they were mad that he was really trying to teach Think, something. Well, why do we need this dogma? Why can't congregations be self-governing? And don't forget, that's how America started with the Puritan tradition of self-governing congregations led to self-governing people in the political world, too. So it can be a very renewing process, you know, like as Abraham Lincoln said, a new birth of freedom. I think it's a great time to be living in. You know? Yeah, I, I had to He started an investigation to the Vatican Bank and the money laundering, the ties with the mafia. He ordered the Italian bishops to sell a lot of their jewelry. Yeah, he yeah. abolished the papal procession where he's carried in on guys' backs. He said, you know, he went out and it, the funny thing is, as an anecdote, there's a good book about his murder called In God's Name by David Yallop. He's an investigative journalist. And it's brilliant because it shows uh, the cardinals were very upset because the first week uh, uh, the guy's in office, he's, he goes around and he starts looking into all these rooms. There's like 1,800 rooms in the Vatican. And they're getting upset about what he might find. And he's talking to the Swiss guards about, you know, how they're doing and how their families are. He said, no pope has ever done that, right? You're not supposed to be human. You're supposed to be this, this icon, right? So uh, he died, he was found dead in his sleep, never an autopsy done. Everybody who knew him was dead within a year. Um, <laughs> It's would, not funny. I'm not laughing because it's no, funny. No, but the, the magistrates yeah. investigating it, the cars got blown up. Um, it was the, the Holy Alliance, which is the Vatican Espionage and Assassination Bureau, who did it. And they they admitted it later, you know. Do you remember the, the, the guy hang, found hanging under London Bridge? He was a banker. Oh, but they cleaned God. shop. They just closed down everything that he was uncovering. No. Then they bring in the guy from Poland, uh, John Paul II, who uh, immediately you know, puts the mafia back in charge of the Vatican. He gets named a saint, of course. You know, it just goes on and on like that. So you can't last if you're honest in these institutions, right? So what do you think is the the next step here? What do we, what do, we do? Because I think people are waking up and they're realizing that the Catholic Church has some major issues. What, what does the average person do? Pull out, uh, pull back your energy, your thoughts, your money, your attendance. Uh, there's nothing that goes on in a Catholic church that, in, in terms of people's faith that can't be done in your own living room. That can't be done the way the Christian church started, as small groups. You know, when Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, there I am, I think the meaning of that is pretty clear, that you don't need a big church to have that presence. And in fact, uh, the Mennonites who I grew up with in Manitoba, they had the saying, God gets lost in the crowd. And I think it's true. You know, that this is meant to be shared. Uh, we're meant to help transform ourselves according to that love, one-on-one -on -one in small groups. And so it's a matter of seeding that and not worrying about there being, I mean, anything, to me, anything bigger than a congregation is a political system. It's, it's uh, you know, national churches. All of that is tied to empire. We know how it caused genocide. You know, I spent a lot of years documenting that. It's because that kind of worldly power is not supposed to be part of the Christian calling. And, uh, you know, I think it's a matter of returning to our roots, in other words, right? What do you think of Christian people who are just so judgmental? Like, anything they do is judgmental, and if you, you, the Bible doesn't say that, and they look at one little verse, and there's a bunch of other verses that contradict it, but this is the verse they care about, because they're the ones that are going to have a hard time yes. with all this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's kind of like, I find in every tradition, we, we tend to uh, divide things like this vertically, like there's Catholics, there's Protestants, there's Muslims. I do it the other way. I drew a line like this. 
horizontally so that in every tradition there's there's kind of a authority a totalitarian tradition that says you got to believe this or you're dead and then there's that spiritual tradition from below that says we all have a commonality here we're the god of one people and god manifested differently okay in christ some think in buddha uh, whatever, but the point is, it's it's uh, what the Quakers call that small, still light of God within each of us, right? And uh, that's what we built from. So if we could find a new common ground between crossing all these political and religious divisions, um, I think especially these days, like in America, that's needed because people are so fractured politically, you know, and so fractured on these ground. And it's designed to have a few people keep us divided and conquer so they can steal our pockets. Quite often, that's the reason, um, and and that's how people are ruled by fighting each other. So I I think it's it's part of that recovery of our of ourselves that that we need, right? And that's very different than one world religion. You're not saying that. You're saying a common thread, because because yeah. people are talking about this one world religion and all this stuff. If anything, you're saying the opposite of that. You're opposite. saying yeah. individual religion with inside yourself. Try to understand we're all going to be connected with. The basic elements of light and the universe and beauty and love and what Jesus was trying to teach us. Yeah, like you know, e pluribus unum means from many one. Like everybody gets and forms this corporation. It's the other way around. From one source of God, there's many. There's infinite diversity, like in nature, right? There's a source of life, but then it manifests in all these ways. And Bergoglio advocated the One World Church. I mean, he said that at the United Nations when he came to the States in 2015. The One World Church is the, is the counterpart of the One World Corporation that we're heading towards. You know, eventually there's going to be one single corporation everybody works for. You know, we're, we're evolving that way very quickly and um, devolving rather. And um, religion is always a way to keep people captive up here so that a king can rule them. I mean, that's essentially what state religions have been for so we have to break that whole thing and go back reclaim and that's a lot of the emphasis of what i do now in my work is training people in the common law establish local public assemblies there's there's great i'm actually going to seattle there's a people's assembly that's formed in seattle where um they convene every week and they it's a neighborhood assembly they say what laws do we want in our neighborhood how can we bring this about how can we police our neighborhoods ourselves we're telling the government and the cops and, and everyone to go away. We're taking back power, right? And if we can do that all over the place, whether it's in our religious systems, whether it's in politics, whatever, I mean, that's our hope. That's the only way we can get out of this mess, I think. One of well, the ways. And that's a, a lot like what the Yellow Vests are trying to do in France. And mm -hmm. Now, with this one corporation, is there a single family that owns it or is it shareholders across many powerful people? It's, it's it's shrinking all the time. The reality about investigating these things is that you never really see who's in charge. You want its people. Um, so child abuse is part of the system. It's not a it's not a uh, uh, <laughs> a. Check out the entire broadcast on Sarah Westhall and support her on her Patreon to bring us more stories like this. And pray for the children. Affected by Vatican corruption.
thing. It's not the exception, it's the rule. It's just hidden a lot because we don't want to look at it. People look away, you know. Two issues people shy away from, I find all the time, is child abuse and criticizing churches. It just say, oh, we're not allowed to do that. And that's their protection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if bad things are going on, we have to shine light on it. End mm -hmm. of story. And it, it, no matter what, that's what the, the deal is. And, and you can't point to your Bible and say, we're not supposed to question this. No, we're supposed to question anything that, where there's this evil something. going on. That's what we're about. Now, uh, you have a book coming out. Can you talk about that? Um, when they, the same thing happened to my congregation, they, they, I was the first minister in church history, in my church history, to be publicly defrocked. That's because it was a show trial. They wanted to make an example of me. So he tried to do his moved. job and they actually... If you do something over and over and over and over and make it your life focus, you have an enormous power and you start gathering others and more power around you. Persistence is the vital element and courage, you know. It's up to us not to get caught up in dogma and our individual styles or traditions, but to make sure that we're not missing the point, that we're not becoming the Pharisees, so caught up in the law that we're missing the humanity in it all. We gotta make it right, it's on us. To not just watch, but to do something. And the least you can do is become informed and make everyone you know aware. That's empowering so you're not frustrated and you don't feel powerless. You have more power than you think. Kyla Powers Radio.